Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just that Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. Well, Bam Slam fam, what is up? Bam Slam podcast number five. Ben, before we get anywhere else, are we recording? Are, are all the wires hooked in? Are all the buttons pushed correctly? Are we actually going to be able to listen to this back when it's all said and done? Yes. Not pointing the finger at you, Allison. I'm not pointing the finger at him. As I literally sit here pointing the finger at him. You're not spilling any drinks over there, no, are you? No, I'm not. What happened? I Honestly, no clue. I'm not but bringing cocktails anymore. Can we also, like, last week was our best episode ever. Greatest it, it ever. It really was really good. And then all of a sudden it just disappeared. And then you effed it up. I, it didn't disappear. You effed it up. Getting the text was just like... <laughs> Oh my Sorry, heart guys. sank. Yeah, you you can't go back and recreate that magic. It was just it 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 was natural. It was organic, and you f the whole thing up. And nice. He was like job. bad news, guys. The computer wasn't working right. Oh gosh. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh, you know I don't I don't know this AOL thing. <laughs> 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 Danny, what's okay. going on? I'm sorry. We're <laughs> perfect. So here's okay. If we want to get into it. It is my fault because I didn't have us rolling on both computers. Shocker. But when I got into the little room, I hit space bar to stop the recording and I just saw it slowly go. Oh, boy. All the way back to the start. Yeah. And what was your first thought? How am I going to explain this? Or No, my first thought was to blame someone else. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Deny, deny, deny. So I I did. I blamed Brent. I blame. It was just it was bad news. And I apologize profusely. Today we are recording on two different computers in two different studios. Have you double checked that? I have. I have. Triple. All right. Quadruple. But feel free. I I deserve it. Lay it on me. I'm just sorry that everybody out there is missing that great content we had. Me too. Thanks. That you left up. Thanks for everything there, uh, Benjamin. Really appreciate it. One can only be better. <laughs> you know, that's the beauty. In baseball, you always get another at bat. You do. In podcasting, you do. You get another shot at it. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, live. Hold on. Let's, let's edit this part. We are out. not live. No, we are not live. We'll edit this out, right? No. You, yes, we can. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are not live. <laughs> This is a podcast, Costa. How it works is... not like those were your radio days. Tomorrow or later this afternoon, people will get it on their phones and can listen to it, but it's not live. It's so hard. I swear to God, it is so hard to get out of the radio mode. And you don't have to reset or anything, say who we are. I don't have to introduce Ben. I don't have to introduce Allison. I don't have to introduce myself. Yourself? You mean Lewis? Okay. Lewis? (laughs) Lewis. That was such news to me. Okay. I can't believe that you don't know. I, don't, I guess, but I, I don't. I, I have, is this from the Dave and Jeff podcast? Yes. Okay. By the way, Dave and Jeff, thanks for having me on. It was awesome. It was awesome. Okay. I loved it. Here, I paid it, my five dollars so you? that I could listen. All so right. did I. Actually, All they right. got two new subscribers out of that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Here is the origin of Lewis. This is the Cliff Notes version. Um, 
I'm I'm one of four children. There's my older sister Laura. There's me. There's my younger sister Cora. The baby is Pete. When uh, my sister was born, my dad just begged and pleaded with my mom, please, 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 can we name her after my mom? My mom's like, yeah, as long as you let me name the second child. And so he said, okay, great. So they named her Laura. And then when I was born, boy, my dad's sitting there begging, begging, begging. Oh, I know I made you this promise. I need you this promise. Please, 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 can we name him after my father? And my grandfather's name was Lewis. And so she's all, oh, Jesus. She didn't like the name Lewis. She goes, okay, but his middle name is going to be Michael, and we are going to call him Mike. So legally he's known as Lewis. We are going to call him Mike. The thing is, when I am back east with the relatives and stuff, it's Lewis, it's Louie, it's Lou, it's, it's but, you know, from, from New Jersey west, it's Mike. So that's the origin. Well, it's not an origin. That's where Lewis comes from. Got that, it. that is my I legal like first name, L-O-U-I-S. It's not Lois or Lois, as some people call me, like if I'm waiting in a doctor's office. Lois Costa? No, no, no. It's Lois. Lois Co- La- Costa is what I've been called. There's nobody Did on this planet. No, it's Mike Costa. There's no, no one on this planet of- named Lois. No, no. Just call me Dickhead no. or something like that if you're going to call me Lois. Okay. Dickhead. So, okay, perfect. Uh, so. so the funny thing is, is we had this long-standing joke that Costa had relations with my mother and that I was his son in right. reality. Mm-hmm. My dad has the exact same thing. My biological, maybe not biological father. Sure. His name is Keith. That's what everyone calls him. Everyone always has. But his first name is Jerry. So he's Jerry Keith Fletcher. Jerry Keith? I always call him Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear. But, you know, it's, it's another little layer to this cake, and I'm just more and more nervous every day that I share jeans with you. There is a resemblance. Big blue G-E-N-E-S. I can see the resemblance. It's there. It is there. I can hear like your your grandmother going out to the back porch. Jerry Keith, the hogs got out again. Jerry Keith. Jerry Keith. Jerry Keith. She did have quite the accent, but it was more. Her husband's name is Jim. He's still alive, doing really well. But she would just every single day. She's from North Carolina. It'd be Jim. Yep. Jim, get your butt in here. Jerry. Speaking of getting your butts in here, uh, are we? We're gonna have. It looks like asses and seats when it comes to baseball, basketball, hockey, Disneyland. Ho- Dis- that that's what resonated with me the most when I saw amusement parks. Um, if you don't know, as long as we can get back into the red tier, mm-hmm. and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. We're right now in the purple because of COVID, but if we get back into the red tier, twenty percent. 20% on 20%. starting April 1st. Oh my god, that is that is awesome. What do you go to first, a Padres game or Disneyland? Oh. And I know you, so I know yeah. your answer and you might want to hide it on air. Uh, it's got to be it's got to be pa Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Mickey Mouse lover? Oh my god, I love 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 Disneyland. And every time we go, we normally go with like a big group of people. I'm having the most fun. Um, I, I more than the kids. Oh my God! Absolutely! Come on, we got to do this. We got to do that. And, and look at the line on Space Mountain. Let's do laps. Come on, man. We get it. Blah blah blah. That type of thing. What's your favorite ride? Haunted House. Club. Haunted, ha- excuse me. Haunted Mansion. Club Thirty Three. Yeah, I've had dinner inside Club Thirty Three. I've had cocktails out on the balcony of Club Thirty Three. Nice. What's up? You know, most Who people don't you? know. Do you know Club Thirty Three? I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been in Club Thirty Three. I haven't been in, but I know. Oh, okay. But I know where it is. Yeah. And I know people who have been in. Oh my God, Besides it's, you, it's so insane. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And and okay, we derail here a second, but um, friends of ours. 
finally got their membership in the Club 33, and we were up there with them, and we had uh, lunch and dinner uh, inside Club 33. And for the lunch, we we had a, a late lunch, and then we went out on the balcony overlooking what is the French Quarter, and then people as they're walking towards the Haunted Mansion um, and Splash Mountain. And Walt Disney's favorite drink was called a Scotch Mist. And so... You know, I said we were talking with the bartender, and he said, and you you could see right there on the menu, you know, Walt's favorite drink. I said, yeah, let's have a Scotch Mist, and it was summertime, so it was hot. But we went out on that balcony and just sat in the shade of that big magnolia tree that's there, wow. drinking that Scotch Mists. Fun. And I just <laughs> sitting there was just such a out of body experience because how many times as a little kid. Teenager and adult, had I walked by and looked up at that balcony and always wondered, what's it like up there? What's it like in that room? And to sit there finally on a nice, comfortable bench and then having an alcoholic beverage to boot in Disneyland. Nice. Oh, bucket list made right there. The right Lewis there. origin story. Pretty much. Lewis. And so now what? your house is covered in Disney memorabilia. It's... it's See, this is the thing with my wife. She's she's somewhat of a minimalist when it comes to clutter, and as she as, as she poetically says, shit that needs to get dusted. So, I have all of it like in a closet, and I really haven't been able to to put it out and stuff. But there are little little bits and pieces here and there. A lot behind my bar at the house, which you have seen, Ben Allison. I hope you'll see it soon. It's an amazing bar. Um, so we should go see the puppies and have a drink. Oh my God, that's right. Oh, we've that got uh, we've got two two week old puppies that we are. You guys know from my social media that we are bottle feeding every three hours. Yeah. But they're so cute. They're <laughs> they are the cutest. Are I want so you to bring cute. one today. I know. I they, know. They are so cute. Yeah, my wife walks into the bedroom this morning at one a.m. with the little girl named Juniper. She goes here. I'm I'm feeding Willow. A little boy. Oh my god! Did it just flash back to when you had a toddler? Kinda. Like I got one eye open. I'm <laughs> what the hell's going on? And the next thing I know, I'm sitting there with this little tiny, tiny thing in my oh. hand and uh, this these little tiny bottles, and I've got milk dripping down the oh. middle of my chest. Sexy. In, into my under. No, no, not sexy. <laughs> Pooling in my belly button into my underwear, oh, and I was going wait. I, I said I was going to support you in this endeavor, but I didn't know you know one a.m. feedings type of thing. So that was. Uh, that was awesome. But, yeah, back to the butts in the seats. Given the opportunity, we'll, there's a lot of people having the, the conversations. God, I don't know if I want to go. I think – have you been vaccinated? No. Okay, Ben, you're – No, not old enough. You're coming up on shot number two, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I have. I've got special permission because Kendall's a teacher, and that kind of worked out. And then my responsibilities at iHeart uh, where we were allowed to get the first and second shots – and so everyone kind of jumped on it right away because we got allowed to. But it's such a weird thing because I almost feel like I didn't deserve it. You don't. But um, you do. Everybody, I mean, everybody deserves it. Well, yeah, They're... and everyone says as soon as you, like, can get it, get it. Yes, yes absolutely. that's the It's thing. just such a weird headspace for me because, like, my first reaction was, well, fly mom down here. She can have mine. Right. And then, but that's not feasible. But it's just weird. So, yes, I have it. And, yes, I would absolutely be there day one if I can. I would, too. Okay. I yeah, I think I would go even not being vaccinated. Yeah, I would same. I would still go. Mm-hmm. But I could see where if they and I still I don't know if they're going to do anything to the effect of can we see your your vaccination proof before you get into the 
the park. I don't know if there's some sort of discrimination there. I'm sure somebody would cry like, oh, my, you know, you're HIPAA, my civil rights, <laughs> blah, 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 you yeah. know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I would I would I would definitely go. And I think that, you know, when you got. Texas and Mississippi. Hundred percent. Mask off. Take your mask 100%. off. Texas. Just let's go. The more the as the days go by and the more people get vaccinated, I think those announcement announcements from states are going to be are are going to come with less shock. And I think Gruppner and the all the Padres team over there, I think they're smart enough to do it wisely. And Petco Park itself is so kind of spread out anyways. Yeah. You can figure this out. 20%, you're talking less than 10,000 people in yes. a stadium that holds how many? It's 40-something? Yeah, 42. 48, yeah, 40, 48, something like 46, that? Yeah. yeah. I think it's easily done where you could have It'll people spread easy. out in pods. I'll tell you, I was at SeaWorld yesterday. They had a little media event where you could go and they just, they're opening back up. Yesterday was day one. So I was there and felt completely safe the entire time. They were at some 20% capacity. We went to all the shows, the Dolphin show, the Otter show, which was so cute because he did. I love Otters. But the way they had their little stadium seating set up, it was like there was no one immediately behind you, no one immediately in front of you, and your pod of people that you came with could sit in that middle section. Okay. And Kendall and I felt totally fine the entire time. Did you have masks on? We did the entire time. I see I, I I want to get away from the mask. I I have not and and I just that claustrophobic feeling of having that like that. I really listen. Uh, woe is me, right? Would you rather be able to go to a game and wear a mask or yeah. sit at home and not? That's exactly. Yeah, and what I think is. I think masks will probably be a requirement. Oh, for sure. Unless you're eating or drinking, right? Like in the process. Oh man, see, I, I right. I hope we get to the point where. We are Texas, or we are Mississippi. Well, Take we'll, them off, folks. We'll get there when it's safe to do it. I think they probably jumped the gun a little bit. I think they did it, too, to, at least in the case of Texas, to deflect a little bit from the storm yeah. and <laughs> the <laughs> energy issues and the people that have $5,000 you know, energy bills it's for amazing, no reason. It's amazing how fast the news cycle is, because doesn't that seem like that was like, Years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> yes. It really was. It was so soon. And yeah. like there's still people who have cars that got absolutely destroyed because water pipes burst over them and then froze. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like you so see the picture like, of the one about car. The storm stuff. Take your yeah. mouth yeah. off. Go hey. go out and party. It's right. 80 degrees now. Yeah. We're opening back up. Look at see, we knew there would be good news for you, Texans. No, it, it really is cool and I, I uh, I'm happy I'm happy for the Sea Worlds of the world. I'm happy for the mom and pop restaurants of the world. Uh Everybody, obviously, that has been uh, decimated this from a financial standpoint. We know that there are so many restaurants here in San Diego that are not coming back. They just, they're either they don't have the financial wherewithal, they don't have the the deep enough pockets to kind of reopen. That's the part that will forever stink when it yeah. comes to uh, heartbreaking, really, yeah, for so it, many people. Totally, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, what the, this pandemic is, but. Man, fans in the stands, and and as as great as organizations, sports venues have done with the piped-in crowd noise, you need people in the stands. Yeah, and Joe Musgrove talked about it yesterday. He said the piped-in crowd noise kind of eventually just became a hum, like totally it was because it's on a loop, and so right, like you right. know all the different cues where every play is unique. One Fernando Tatis Jr. home run does not equal a Will Myers home run as much as we would like it to. Right. So when Tatis hits one, you're going to get the roar of however many people are allowed in there. And I 
I can't wait to get live reaction oh, to these podcasts. Be, the be so much fun. And I'm happy for the season ticket holders who've just been in limbo for the last year, oh. not knowing what's happening with their tickets, not knowing if they're going to be able to go to games. Without a doubt. Now, hopefully, they get to go back to their seats in yeah. some semblance of the word. I want to sit in the stands and watch an Aztec football game. Same. I want to, God, another great season for Aztecs basketball that, unfortunately, we've only been able to enjoy either via the radio at Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego or, you know, when the games are on on television. But I, I want to get back into Viejas Arena and and feel that uh, uh, electricity. We were in Vegas. We we went skiing. And so we, we drove to Vegas. We spent the night. And then we drove on into Utah. Did you win money? No, I'm down 125. I'm itching for Vegas, man. I God. miss it. When you said your son was excited to, to gamble, was he able to? No, he didn't. No. They're, they're, of course not. No. He thought he was going to walk in there. Yeah. And... Um, we were we were walking down uh, the strip from our hotel. We wanted to head over. We were around the corner from the Bellagio, which so we wanted to see the the fountains. And we were with four young adults. So five, like 19, me, 18? Yeah, five young adults and then four adults, although three and a half if you count me. <laughs> and uh, we're walking towards Bellagio, and I hear this, Dad! Dad! <laughs> and Topher and his buddies are across the street, and they come running across the strip, and he goes, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. They've got these giant things full of margaritas, and you can just walk <laughs> around with them. And <laughs> the Yardies. That huge, Oh, long, God. So he goes, come on, man. Cuts. Come on, you got to get us one. You and I'm like, dude, you're still 18. The drinking age is still 21 in Las Vegas. But I will get you the yard to have, like to put in your bedroom, you know, put coins in mm-hmm. or, I don't know, make a bong out of or something like that. <laughs> so we go into we go, we go, we go into this this huge indoor, yeah, whatever it was, mall something, and uh, twenty five bucks a piece. And it, I at the end of the night, I think it may have had a shot of tequila in it. It was mostly just you know Slurpee, right? But uh, those kids thought it was the greatest thing they'd ever seen. The fact that you could just walk up and down the strip with a with an alcoholic beverage in your hand, they they just like we can't believe that we have missed out on this. I got one of those Yardies at one point in Vegas, and it did not get me drunk. It did not make me feel any. It just hurt my tummy and gave me a headache from all the sugar. Pretty much. But, yeah, they they, so if you ask them what was the highlight of Vegas. The Yards. The Yards, and then going through the the forum shops at Caesars. And, you know, obviously, you're, you know, my son's walking past Gucci and Prada and, and all of this, and I'm saying, dude, Go, just go in there and look at the friggin' prices. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not everybody goes in the forum shops and shops at Gucci. Just, just go take. It. And he came out. And he's like, "Holy Christ!" He goes, "Seriously?" I go, "Yeah, exactly." Welcome to Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's like in downtown Disney too, though, right? They have those same shops, but the prices are jacked—a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. That I'll spend on it. Oh, because I'm buying, yeah, I'm buying you Gucci or, or I am or, learning so much today. Who am I with? A Disney lover <laughs> and a and a SeaWorld otter lover over here. I'm Where's just manly sportsman. I thought I was doing this podcast. Otters with? are the cutest freaking animals on this planet. They have great personalities. They wave to you. They carry their babies on their chest. They crack shells with their little fins. They're awesome. Oh my god, you're both girls. Okay, technically though, they'll get a rock. Bite me. They'll they'll get a rock and put it on their chest when they're floating on their backs. And then they'll grab whatever mollusk they're eating, and they'll smack the mollusk against the rock on their chest. 
That's how they'll open up the show. The only reason cool. I that's, that's, you've been Thank watching you. Animal Planet or no, something. No, I used I worked at SeaWorld in high school. So I I I did a year at SeaWorld before oh, I moved to the cool. zoo. Yeah. So so I know. Ben, was this was this the seal and otter show? Yeah. So, so the otter's really not even no, featured. He, he just kind of comes out and right. does it. and it, it, is it the one where the sea, the big walrus comes out at the end? No, this oh. one they do like dancing with the stars, they do survivor, and oh. they do all those things, yeah. Okay. Okay. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. Good, because I, I I was having had a couple cocktails. Do you do you guys still enjoy the uh, NBA All Star Game? No. Is it this? Is it this weekend? I don't weekend? like any of Manana. those Pro Bowl All Star. I don't like any. Oh, I think MLB All Star Game is kind of fun, but I don't know. I, I'm yeah. I think they're sort of a waste of time. Would you get and money, Allison? Which which ones would you get rid of? Which ones would you keep? I would get rid of the Pro Bowl. Would you still I like classify the, I like, the, like the dunk contest? That's pretty fun in the in the NBA All Star. Would you still I just keep that? Get rid of all the rest of it. <laughs> would you still contest. grant the title of certain players as Pro Bowlers? Because that ends sure. up going on their resume sure. for the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that. But they don't need to play that dumb game. I agree. I don't even think they want to play in it. It's risking an injury or not playing up to your. You know, I don't think any of them play very hard. Yeah, they can still be named, but they don't need a game to prove it. it it used to be that, and I apologize for my phone uh, going off there. It, it, you know, when they used to play the Pro Bowl the week after the Super Bowl, and a lot of those guys who didn't make the playoffs means they had to, you know, stay in some semblance of shape for how many weeks? Right. And it was, it, it just, it, I'll tell you this: twenty twenty has brought so much change to our world, politically, socially, because of the pandemic. Some of the changes, you're like, what the hell? Others are like, okay, I could see that. Allison, I'm with you. The Pro Bowl does not need to be played anymore. Give them the Pro Bowl designation. Ben, as you said, whether that goes towards their Hall of Fame candidacy or they have codicils within their contracts of bonus if you make the Pro Bowl, that type of thing, knock yourselves out. Um, I could not tell you the last time I watched an NBA All-Star game. It has to easily be... 15 years. Yeah, I don't think I've seen I, the game either. It comes and goes, and someone says, hey, did you watch the All-Star game? Uh, oh, really? What? It, it, to me, it, it's it's nonsensical. And it's it, all it, offense. They don't play any defense. No, well, I think I'm the loser then, because I think I've watched it every year I've been alive. But do you watch the game, or do you just yeah. watch the things no. leading up to it, like the like the dunk contest and the three-point? I, I watch that. I, I watch I, all I, of my, it. My kids have loved that, so I, that part's fun. But the game, no. Yeah, the skills competitions are, are awesome. I will say that because guys try. Well, because guys try. That's mm -hmm. it. And 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 they look like they're having fun with that. It, it's fun to watch their reactions to their you know colleagues making right. these dunks from yeah. other teams. And no, I I, yeah. I I love that part of it. Mm -hmm. Do that. Do that. Sell the tickets. Uh, send all the proceeds to a charity. In mm -hmm. this, where is it this year? Uh, no idea. Okay, I think Atlanta. All right, it is in Atlanta. All right, yes. send it, send all the proceeds to the. The charities in that city, I get it, but the the NBA All Star Game um, is it, why it, it, there there just call it why question mark <laughs> yeah and it's just kind of weird how they've started doing it now with the draft I think that is a little more interesting than just East and West and so but the draft this year had a little drama did you see no so LeBron and KD drafted their teams do you know who the best team in the NBA is this year I don't I don't know if you do it, no problem if you don't I just learned it. No. Nets? No. Um, Utah Jazz. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched an so NBA game this year. Don't worry about it. I didn't know that either. It, it is the least watchable product on television right now. I've watched so much college basketball. I've watched zero NBA this year. Okay. But All the right. Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, they have the best record in the league right now. Uh, easily the best team overall. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell got drafted dead last in this NBA All-Star draft. And LeBron James justified that by saying when we were kids growing up and playing video games, we never would have drafted Stockton and Malone because they're on the Jazz. Same thing here. Because they have Jazz on their uniform? Yeah, because who cares about Utah? That's that's the kind of the angle he was going with. I don't know if that's very smart. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's sense. part of your it's part of your overall NBA family. But listen, if that was his reasoning. Great. I ain't watching. <laughs> so I did KD draft a good team? Yeah, I mean, they both drafted fine, I guess. Or all the guys who are... Kawhi's going to be playing. That's really the only reason I'm super interested in it. So are all, cool. are all the guys who should be all-stars, are they all-stars? Yeah. Any snubs or anything like that? No. Yeah, and then they roll the ball out there, and what's the score going to be like? 150 uh, you, to 140. Oh, that, lo that low scoring, huh? <laughs> we'll see some pretty cool dunks, though. <laughs> you totally will. But, yeah, I just – and if you're an NBA – here's the thing. If you're a diehard, psychotic NBA fan, you obviously you're watching it. But you're right. What is What has always been the, the underlying theme with uh, Allison with the NBA? They don't start playing until the playoffs start. Yeah. Or they don't start playing defense. And it's been defense, brutally, right. brutally boring this year. And I'll tell you, I've watched more college basketball than I ever have in my life. The product is so much better on the court. Oh, I love college basketball, and I March Madness is my jam. I love it. But do you think that um, part of that is because there are no people in the stands? It just seems so – it's like well, you're watching a practice. I don't know. It's I, rough. It, it, it's it, it is harder to watch on even on TV with nobody there. I will say this because I've watched Aztec basketball. Yeah. Um, never, ever once have I thought, boy, they are really affected by no crowds in the stands because we just know the way Dutch coaches, yeah. Dave Velasquez, who you just uh, had on the BAM slam, uh, Ben, they are going to give 100%, 100% of the time. So that's never a, They're a, fun uh, team to watch. a question. Mm -hmm. But yeah, well, college basketball, it, it's you, if you still keep in mind that so many of the guys that you see playing, this is it. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. Europe is always, we, we get that, but as far as those guys moving on to the NBA, this is it, man. This is their, this is their NBA championship in the form of, of March Madness. And that's why, for me, it, it is so damn entertaining. And if we just take a second here, in college basketball, you get to watch the stories of them from freshman all yep. the way to senior year. Mm -hmm. So I, I've spent the last three and a half years in this town, so I've gotten to watch pretty much every year of Jordan and Matt Mitchell's career kind of growing up. And this has also been Dutch's career as a head coach for yeah. the Aztecs. But Matt Mitchell and Jordan Shackle from going where they were freshman year. Oh, my God. I mean, Matt Incredible had the athleticism, watch. right? But he wasn't a great player. He was a chubby little bowling ball. He really, whatever. Yeah. To see what he is right now today as easily the Mountain West player of the year, getting ready to go to the NCAA tournament. And then with Jordan, he could shoot threes. That's all he could do. And now he's the biggest leader on this team. I yeah. love watching Matt Mitchell play and the way he uses that big body. Oh, he's and incredible. Just pushes people around. I love it. He is incredible. He's playing like a superstar right now. I was getting gas back in December down at the um, the Body Beautiful right there on Mission Gorge and Camino de Rio North. And Matt Mitchell was behind me pumping gas. And he got out of the car. And I just went, damn. <laughs> 
I was like, you know, Thunder and Matt Mitch. Oh my God. And I almost went fanboy and geeked out it, but I was biting my lip. I didn't want to go up to him and say, Hey Matt, my cost had in who? No. But I was just looking at him going, and I'm I'm the same way. He he kind of came as this he was still a big guy. Yeah. But there was still some baby fat on him. And then the dedication he showed, because now he's just rock hard mm-hmm. and uh and, and Jordan's the same way. They were just geeky little freshmen and now they're uh they're the guys that they are, and, and there's a reason that this team is is uh, Mountain West Conference regular season champs, and certainly the favorites to win the uh, the Mountain West tournament in in Vegas, and then get on into the uh, the tournament. It's Cinderella awesome. team, here we go. I hope so. I think you can see this team make it far. All right, on my little list here, I got uh, All Star Game. Do we care? I think we checked that off. No, correct. NBA All Star Game or all of them? NBA All Star Game. I, okay, Allison, I asked you, I would get rid of football, I would get rid of basketball. The NHL All-Star game is just, I don't know what the hell that is anymore. It's just like, shoot shoot out the plates and the goal. And I've score never points. seen it. Okay. Um, Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, I, I would keep it because you do... You don't see you don't see all the games all the time, so it's kind of cool to see the the other teams that you normally don't see. Yeah, I agree with that. And there's probably going to be more Padres than ever this year. <laughs> Hello, so, uh, uh, f- you mean the fu- future World Series champion Padres? Hello, maybe not this year. Next okay. year, don't worry about it. All maybe right, uh, this year, Ben. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, you're right. Baseball's weird. Weird stuff happens. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Colin Cowherd. Ah! <laughs> ah! This, this is the her. Okay. I'll tell a quick story. Whatever and wherever you might be listening. Colin Cowherd, along with John Miller, Dwayne Kuyper, they're the reason I'm here. Okay. They're the only reasons I'm in radio. Gotcha. I listen to Colin's show every single day all through college. Really, he's a big hero of mine. Anyways, I think he is uh, out of his gourd here recently with the whole Baker Mayfield thing. Is he, is, is, Allison, is Baker Mayfield rent-free in Colin's head right now? Ooh. Yeah, I but that I don't get why he's so obsessed with Tom Brady. And I think that Baker who cares about Baker Mayfield and his wife seeing a UFO? Like why are people making such a big deal about him tweeting about that? I don't think it's like maybe he saw something. I think it's funny. Well, there's one person making a big deal out of it, and it's Colin Cowherd. <laughs> I know. He and made such an issue out it really, of it. It's like <laughs> I do think that both he and Baker kind of love this relationship because it's nonstop press for the two of them. Sure. And it's like if you can be involved yeah, they with probably it, planned it. Yeah, if you can be involved with an NFL quarterback who's starting and they're and you're kind of going back and forth with them, your ratings are going to go up. But it's just it's tired at this point to me. I'm just yeah. over hearing his complaints about the backwards hat guy. Like, Colin, you're still pissed that Sam Darnold isn't as good as Baker Mayfield, and you called Sam Darnold and he was going to be better oh early my God, on. The backwards yeah. hat thing. So you're too. wrong. Just get over it. Turn the page. You should be better than this. Yeah, it, 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 for for one reason or another, Baker strikes a chord with with Colin, and I'm sure that Colin strikes a chord with with Baker based on. Well, yeah, he's been a dick to him his whole football career. Him coming out of <laughs> Oklahoma, oh, he's not going to be anything, and and um, he has gone on. You, you would have to say that any guy that takes his football team as a quarterback to the playoffs, you're having success, right? Um, he's cocky. Uh, He's doing a lot of commercials. Oh my gosh, the commercials in the stadium with yeah. he and his wife living in that stadium are yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but I, but I think a lot of really people, good. a lot of media people, saw that and like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's do something before you start doing commercials. And I was that way. I, I freely admit, I'm like, you haven't done, you haven't done shit. But there's also that mindset of, listen, grab the money while you can, especially in the NFL, 
because tomorrow ain't guaranteed, and that contract is not guaranteed as well. So I don't fault him for for making that cash on the uh, on the side. Yeah, and when you're a starting quarterback, that money is there for you. But we've seen guys like Marcus Mariota as a uh, Mariota, Roger Goodell would call him uh, Marcus Mariota. He lost his starting job. He hasn't been starting since. Yeah. Uh, you see this all the time. Josh Rosen. We probably would have thought he was going to have a pretty promising career. I don't even know what team he's on anymore, and I think he's on the Niners. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, so that's Mar- awesome. Marcus Mariota. I'm, I'm always surprised that he isn't starting somewhere. Like when he came in for the Raiders, like, that he was way, awesome. guy, he looked phenomenal. I, he was I'm saying, so start good. him over Eyeshadow Boy, I, Derek Carr. Yeah, I that thought one. he may have stolen Derek Carr's job. Everyone thought so because he came in and did not, and it was like whoa, and you could see the football team uh, fed off of him. Mm-hmm coming into the game when, when Derek Carr injured himself. It's hard to take a quarterback with eyeshadow seriously. It's, I mean, it's just the biggest issue. If if Russell, you know, Russell Wilson. Yeah, if he wore eyeshadow, I couldn't take him seriously. Got, no. Tom Brady, too. Tom, if Russell Wilson goes to the Raiders, let's say let's say they do pull off that trade with the Seahawks. Um, and, and the Seahawks are coming out and saying everything that's supposed to say, no, we're going to get this right. We're going to protect them. Um but if he were to go to the Raiders, how much better does he make that Raider football team? I am very excited about the prospect of being able to see Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Okay. I still give I still give the edge to Patrick Mahomes just because Chiefs are a, a better football team. Right. Yeah. But Allison, when you when you look at you look at Russell Wilson as a Raider, do you think, okay, boom, immediate playoff contender? Or do you still think no. there's some there's still some things, holes that they gotta fill? There before. aren't enough pieces there yet. He's a, you know, incredible quarterback, but I don't think that's a complete game changer for the Raiders. They need too many other pieces. He'd be he'd be playing in in front of a much better offensive line, but people still, you know, oh, we got Russell Wilson, great, you know, we got um, Josh Jacobs. We, yeah, I think got, that's an got, immediate playoff we've got contender. This guy, we've got this guy, but their defense, pardon the pun, Raider fans, and I'm a card carrying member of the Raider Nation, uh. is really a black hole. Oh my God. Driving by that stadium. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you about that. Is that the first time you've seen it in person? In person. Can Did we you go? die? Oh. Yeah, let's go. Let's do a podcast from there. God. Is it awesome. It's and it so is. Cool. I, you know, I've seen flying in. I've seen it under construction. But when you're. Did you're, you stop and take pictures or anything? I there? had the I, I had the kids. And then the hotel room we were in, we were on the 48th floor. Looked right down on the stadium. Could oh, you see the Wainer, the 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 big poster no, of the Wainer? They didn't have the Wainer. No, I couldn't uh, see the Wainer. Um, that stadium is so awesome. It's badass. For it sure. is awesome. It is. I really, really, really want to be want that to be my next football game. Oh, uh, me too. Going a home to that game stadium. for the Raiders. Oh, yes. yeah. Against the 49ers. Do they, they play this year? I, I feel like they do. Oh, I don't know. We we could easily make that. We could make that a the three of us just a, a Sunday fly in. Well, yeah, when you have your God, season tickets, so we can. Fun. Yeah, exactly. That would be Fly so fun. in, check it out, and, and bounce. I'd that have to would bring be my, my awesome. youngest son is a huge, massive Raider fan. Smart kid. So I would have to bring him. That Poor would be kid. So awesome. He's gonna, just going to have a life full of disappointment. No, he's not. No, he's not. The kid's, like a, cha- the kid's a champion. He no. does not sit down during their games. He stands up. <laughs> just, I'm always like, do you want to sit down and watch? He's like, no, I can't sit down. Like, Costa okay, would do that, cool. but his poor knees, they start giving out around <laughs> do, the second quarter. It's Because his name is Lewis. It's time. Lewis. Oh, so that's where Big Blue Lou comes from. His yes, name his Lewis. Book. Yeah. So how, how's Big Blue Lou going? Blue, uh, Big, is it on the shelves? For those of you who don't know, no, it's not yet on the shelves yet. Big Blue Lou is a, a, a kid's book I've been working on for the longest time. And I 
um, did I explain this in the last pod? Well, the last pod got destroyed. Okay, it was um, Ben I, messed it up. I reached out to a by uh, the computer, not me. A child, a children's book uh, editor. She's also an author, and I sent her the manuscript, and she sent back uh, some things I need to change, and some other stuff I need to do before I contact an illustrator. So you got to find an illustrator because you can't just send a. Uh, a publisher, hey, here, here's my book. They want to see pictures and you know, kind of pictures tell the story. But that's where we are with Big Blue Lou. So uh, it's looking exciting. good. It's looking, it's looking good. It's very exciting. Big Blue Lou. What is he's a hippo? He's a rhino. Rhino. Sorry. It's Christmas. You get it wrong every time, Ben. Hippo. I kind of do it on purpose. Hippo is look when he gets that little fur. The hippopotamus is like the D student of Africa. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you should have made deal. it Big Blue Lou the, what's the, the one, the narwhal. You should have made him a narwhal. He's a rhino. Ben. Narwhals are Thank the rhinos you. of the sea. Yeah, but I didn't grow up as a kid loving narwhals. I grew up as a kid. <laughs> Christ almighty. I grew up as a kid loving rhinos. Sorry, I'm just trying to help. Uh, we have some fun news here. I don't know if you guys want to do this now or save it for the other side, but we got five minutes before we're going to break for Tony on the other side. Okay. So uh, this is, our podcast has gone international. I'm not surprised. All over the world. Greatest podcast ever. No, no lessons. lessons. Um, okay, I know we're in Canada with, uh, with the Queen of North Carolyn. So let me run this down for you. Okay. We have 10 Canadian downloads, meaning five of those are Carolyn. Sure. Five of them are mysteries. Damn. Maybe it's Carolyn's mom. Never maybe know. It's, maybe it's Trudeau, the prime minister. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, he's hot. Yeah. He's very attractive. Wait, what, is he? No? Is he? Yes. So wait, yes. your dream here is Manny Machado and Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Now that's a sandwich. There's, there's <laughs> others, but those are on the list. Okay. Interesting. I love the way you go. What did you say? V handsome? V, v attractive. Yeah. V attractive. All right. Yeah. Did you see that picture of Manny where he has a little pooch hanging out oh, as he's stretching? Manny. I thought, oh. wait, I thought Manny was like rock hard. He looks good. I, it's a, it was a bad picture. It was a bad angle, but he, he had a little hard. overhang. He... Belly, belly fat's so hard to get rid of. Believe me. Really She's in a different world right now. She is. She is. Are you okay? <laughs> I was gonna think she... about the belly fat comment. Keto, keto gets rid of belly fat. You were really. I think you were on Mars for a second with Manny. Did you need a cigarette. Dreaming about Marty and Jason. <laughs> 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 so that's okay. so, so that's Canada. I'm sorry. Now, now we're there. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, the UK, the United Kingdom. We have two downloads. So someone listened to two of us and then didn't like us after that. Oh uh, wow! How do, how do they? Well. Let's see. I don't know when they... Maybe let's it's say, the queen. Probably. Oh, it is. It's probably the queen. So well, um, say hi to our Canadians first. Uh, and say thank you for listening to the podcast. Oh, God. How would it... Let's see. Um, um, thanks, for li- thanks for listening to the podcast, eh? <laughs> Up there in, Can- in Canada. Share it with the Mounties? <laughs> oh, my God. We should go to Tim Where Hortons and do it. A live show at Tim Hortons. The Bam, eh? the Bam Slam podcast is what's, all, is what's It's All About. Okay. There's Canada. Let's go for a rip, eh, bud? UK? Uh, UK, yeah. Two of them. Um, a jolly good podcast. Oh, nice. That, okay, that was good. And merry old England. You've watched Bridgerton, haven't you? There we go. Uh, oh, from- my God. My wife is hooked on Bridgerton. I haven't watched that. It, it literally is just... Old Victorian bone down sessions. There's some steamy <laughs> sexual scenes in there. Oh my lord! A very like caressing of the face and just yeah. There's a lot of meat. Stop making eye contact. Okay. God, go uh, French. Oh, um, you mean France? France. Well, one French download. So we one download, download in France, I guess. Uh, 
Oh, is that where the Eiffel Tower is? Yeah, yes. I've been there in Paris. I threw up on the top floor of the Eiffel Tower. That's pretty gangster. I know. There's not a lot of people who can say that. I was seven, but yeah. a nice memory. Yeah, I peed off the top of it. No, you oh, didn't. God. No, I didn't. Oh. Um, France. Uh, parlez-vous? Parlez-vous? Ce soir is a bam slam food. Is that? Or how do you say? We oui? bonjour, bonjour. That, that's probably all that's I good can morning, say. isn't it? Sure. Bon good day. I think. Good day. Good, bonjour, Francais. Is a bam slam pod. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Let's go eat some some crescents. Okay. <laughs> uh, number five. Okay, Australia. We got five Australian downloads. Oh, good day, mate. Yeah, I think they're kangaroos. All of them. <laughs> hey, wallabies and kangaroos. Good day, mate. Have yourself a little bit. Oh, what's that shit? No, that's a knife. Uh, uh, that's a knife. That's a bam slam pod. Give yourself some um. Vegemite and listen to Bam Slim Pod. Australian <laughs> Australian accents are also very attractive. I have, uh, you know how on Siri you can change the voice? That's what I have, an Australian man. All right, wow. so here's what we know about Allie. She wants <laughs> Justin Trudeau and Manny Machado to both change their lifestyles and have an Australian accent. Yeah. And then it's all <laughs> green light. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> Is that so... Are those are all those all the countries? No, we got one more. Okay. Uh, I don't, is is Belt... Fanning yourself. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Belgium. I don't know. Is Belgium a country? Brussels. It's in Brussels. Ooh. Ooh. And what? there's six of those. So they've listened to everything. We got six Brussellians. No, I think they go by Belgians. Um, they speak mostly Dutch, I think. Podcast. God. I'm pretty sure that's Switzerland. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always just go back to the Swedish chef on the Muppets. I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I, we got to see. Who's the Belgian prime minister? Is he hot? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I have no. Do they, they? Oh, there you go. He looks a little scary. They don't have a king or queen or something? No, they have a prime minister. Okay. No, I. I... He's got a. He's got death eyes. All right. Ooh. That's why those citizens stay in line in, in Brussels. <laughs> His name is Alexander De Croix. Can you say that in your accent? It's probably De Croix. De Croix. Uh, de Croix. Like La Croix. Say it in your head. But thank you to everyone all Absolutely. over the world. And let us know that you're listening to us from other places. Hell Australian, yeah. we want to see your Vegemite sandwich. Belgium, let us know if Alexander De Croix is as scary as he looks. Uh, Canadians, also, if Justin Trudeau is hot. And if you have any connections with Justin, we have someone interested. We'll have him on. We'll have him on. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then UK, I, the Queen's pretty strict about podcast listening, so good job. Maybe it's she... her husband's in the hospital. Maybe he's listening while from Ooh. his hospital bed. He has Prince nothing Phillip. else to do right now. No, yeah. 99 years old. Did he just yes. have open heart surgery? I don't know, but I do know. He is 99 and he's in the hospital. That's all I know. So... And then you got Meghan Markle, who's apparently a bitch to the staff. Hey, come on. So that's... So no. She, I, 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 she and Harry are telling all Sunday night to Oprah. Oh, they are? Yes, Sunday night. Are they... you guys... A, Kendall's obsessed with the royal family. I don't get it. I'm only obsessed because I, I'm just baffled. We live in America, how, damn it! How bad the, the inbreeding is with the royal oh, family. Gross. I think the only thing that I... Why I'm interested at all was it was Princess Diana. Like, when she yes. got... When she married... Did she marry Charles? When yeah. she when they got married, like that was a big deal, and she was sort of a commoner, and I, I right. don't know, that was a big deal. And so, and I thought she was, you know, her fashion, and she was beautiful, and so that was something. I was a little kid; it was interesting to follow she, all that. She and Fergie brought levity. Fergie, 
uh, Sarah Ferguson. Oh, not Fergie from Black Eyed Peas. No, one that <laughs> no. like butchered the uh, national anthem. <laughs> Fergie was married to Andrew before mm-hmm. he became a pedophile, pedophile yes. with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I saw a picture of Fergie the other day. It doesn't look so great. Like has she been sick? No, or just, I just she's just all you can eat buffets. I mean. Can't Andrew slip her some money? She can get a little Botox and maybe <laughs> put a, get a little hair dye going on. She just doesn't look. She's not keeping herself up very well. You know who's ghastly she's looking? Like you know she who? could. She was. I loved her oh, big she, red hair. Like I, she had a unique look, she, and I, I wish she would. She was like the greatest thing for Diana because I think the Queen hated them. Because, totally because hated they, them. You know they weren't that stiff upper lip that the uh, we're used to the from the Crown and uh, yeah in England, but uh, that's too bad. Yeah, maybe she'll maybe she'll get herself she was, together. She's funny. I just was surprised. I guess right. I should say I'm not capping on the poor girl. I just was surprised. Well, ultimately, if you live in another country and you're listening to us, hit us up. We yes. want to hear from you at Bam Slam Pod, at the Mike Costa, at Alley Rat Seven, at Fletch Sports, and we love you. Uh, Tony's coming up on the other side. We All recorded right. with him once, and then I killed it. <laughs> So you mean you you mean you lost our recording and you spilled ruined, your cocktails yes. yeah, and you ruined the podcast. that, that those, night? Is that what you're talking sure. about? Sure. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, but Tony will be in with us next and we'll take a quick break. We love you, Bam Slam fam. And we'll be right back. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie and Mike. Bam Slam podcast rolling on, and what, something that Carolyn, uh, the Queen of the North, started uh, on our first podcast when we had her on, she nominated another family member to uh, for us to get in contact with, and so this has kind of just grown organically, and it's been steamrolling, and so, uh, Larry, who do we have on last time? Larry. Larry, sorry guys. Uh, Larry nominated our good buddy, Tony Sanchez. And Big Tone with us here on the Bam Slam podcast. Tony, what's going on? It's going. It's great. I mean, I'm really excited to be on the Bam Slam podcast. It's a. Uh, it's it's just like a familiar home. It's like riding a bike once again. It feels so so good to be here. Thank it you. is. It it is like riding a bike, and it's different for Ben because he actually has a seat on the bike. But anyhow, that's a different story for a different day. Hey, uh, <laughs> you and your seatless bicycle thing, man. Come on. I thought we went over there. Who'd you say originally did that? Was it Ian Kinsler? I think it was Ian Kinsler. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, it's a seatless bike. Oh Tony, before, before we get to your questions, you excited about uh, the possibility of, of 20% fans in the stands if we can get into the red tier? Oh, I am incredibly excited for that just because, uh, you know, even for the San Diego Loyal soccer team here at home or the Padres, there's just so much good sports happening in 2021 here in San Diego. That it would just be a shame for no fans to be there. So the fact that, you know, we have somebody to support and cheer on our, our local boys and, you know, it's it's going to be amazing. And I, I can't wait to get out there and, and, you know, socially distance cheer. I don't know how that's going to work. They're saying no screaming, no jumping. We're just going to have noisemakers like in the Angels World Series with those two uh, big, large tubes uh, hitting them into the thunder Thundersticks, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm really excited. Well, for good that. luck at a Padres game if there's a grand slam. You know, right. Tatis hits a grand slam, getting people not to scream and jump up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good luck. Hey Tony, so your your podcast, they're doing that little soccer thing, right? Uh, do we have teams for the Bam Slam Pod? So yeah, it's uh it's something that we did last year was the Community COVID Shield. Uh, it's uh, pretty much a virtual soccer game that we do commentary over my co-host uh, Chiba Alejandro and I. 
And so, yeah, you guys have a, you have a, have a team, and you guys are going to go ahead and have uh, Toronto FC, uh, so an, uh, an ode to Carolyn up in Canada. Nice. And uh, you guys are going to be represented by a Canadian team. Your other options were America, which is the most hated Mexican team. And the third team choice would have been the USA. So, you know, you guys have a good one. Everybody has uh, equal standing, equal stats. So anybody can win, even the, the crappy teams. But at the end of the day, you guys just sit back, enjoy some virtual soccer. It's not going to be 45-minute games. It's going to be 10-minute games. It's going to be on our YouTube channel uh, at Two Balls and a Mic. And, you know, it's just, it's just a blast. We didn't think we would have a second one. We had the first one when the pandemic started because there was no sports. But I guess we're still in the pandemic now, so why not have a second annual one, right? Who's Love our best it. player? Your best player uh, at this point would be uh, Giovinco, an Italian striker. He came over from uh, a Serie A, and he had he was young, and, and something that doesn't really happen in the MLS. It's usually considered a retirement league for a lot of the European stars, but this guy was a young up-and-comer. He's been in there. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's a really solid squad. Everybody's going to have the same rating. The goalkeeper is going to have the same rating as Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, so everybody's on equal pegging here. Allison, you hop for some Javinko. <laughs> Pull up this picture. Let me see. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Got me. Does some he J- look like Manny Machado? Oh, Javinko or said, Justin Trudeau. Javinko sounds oh like a God, skin I'm condition. I'm never going to let any of this down. Oh my God! I think I got Javinko. <laughs> It's just like a rash. I got Javinko. All right, Tony, you get a life question. You get a sports question. Um, go ahead. Uh, so on our podcast, we'd like to end uh, with a question called the Golden Ticket Question. It's kind of like a Willy Wonka style. So uh, if you had a golden ticket that can take you to any sporting event uh, in the past, uh, present, and I, I don't think you do futures, but <laughs> what sporting event would you have liked to go um, to see in the present? Okay. I'll go first. I know exactly what it would be. I missed my son's game at South Dakota when he threw. He's a receiver, so the quarterback they were behind. They scored. They were behind by one. There was uh, there was one minute left. The quarterback pitched him the ball, and he threw it to the tight end for the two point conversion and the win. It's a Philly special, and I was yes, and I was not there, and it, I, but I watched it on TV live and. Was curled up in a ball on the floor of my house and screaming and shocked that he actually made that because he's not a quarterback, <laughs> but, he, awesome. but he did it. You weren't it, jumping up and down cheering? Going was, crazy? Yes, but at first the I was nerves. in, a, I, I knew they were going for two, but yeah. I had no idea that was the play, obviously. And so when I saw him pitch it, when I saw Bailey, the quarterback, pitch it to Ben, I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> and, and then he threw it. Just a the baby. Tight, the tight end caught it and they scored and it was the best moment of my life. Just oh, kidding. Awesome. But it was pretty cool. Ben, what's your uh, your golden ticket? I got two. One would be any final four. Okay. <clears throat> you know, watching all four games of a final four. Oh, gotcha. All right. Like so watching the two, well, I guess all three games. Saturday semis. Yeah, and then the Monday. finals on Monday. I okay. think that would be awesome just because you get the different crowds and everything. But I think my number one choice would be like a good heavyweight boxing bout in Vegas or Madison Square Garden. I'm talking like Muhammad yeah, Ali. That oh, would yeah. be amazing. Like the old times when boxing was king. The golden age. Yeah, and it was no one didn't watch one of those fights. Right. Mm-hmm. I think being ringside at MSG or in Vegas would be the coolest experience. That's a, that's they're, Those are both really good. Yeah, you'd be cool. sitting right next to Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course. And all the, yeah. Mm-hmm. My um, buddy, Leo. <laughs> my golden ticket, I would go back to Super Bowl XI when I was 12 years old. 
Raiders. Beat, Raiders lose that one too. No, they beat the Vikings. Beat the crap out of the Vikings, January 9th, nineteen seventy-seven. Um, because I remember as a kid, I was there, but I I don't remember a lot from the game. It's it was so long ago. Now, when I watch a Raider game or, or or big Raider games, I can recall them like like that. That one, I would I would want to go back and experience uh, again. I, I I remember bits and pieces of it. I remember walking into the Rose Bowl and seeing that beautiful green field, Raiders silver and black end zone to the left, Vikings purple and gold end zone uh, to the far north. We were about the 35-yard line, halfway down, beautiful seats. But I'd want to go back and, and just to be able to sit there and watch the whole thing. That would be my uh, golden ticket. Tony, that is, a, that is a great question. You need life advice of any type? Because uh, I'm not very good at it. Ben's okay. Allison is awesome at it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd, I'd still like to get uh, Ben's advice on this, even though he doesn't have children. I don't have children of my own either. But one of my favorite parts and one of my favorite segments of uh, former show, and it has, has a lot of heart, is when um, Toph, um, Mike's son, came on and, uh, you know, they were kind of talking back and forth. And there was a point where Mike said, wow, like, I can't believe you actually listened. And it was just, it was just, it just got, it got heart-wrenching in the best way. But, you know, for all the, all the parents out there, I know a lot of, uh, you know, Larry has, kids that, that's going to have to mm-hmm. face these things with what advice would you give them or what's the secret sauce to get a reaction like that just that so i don't know it's just so fills my heart with warmth and uh you know how how do, how, how do you guys do that with uh with your children how do you get that al you got a brood <laughs> i do i think for me it's it's just being present i always when they were especially little um, but even when they were probably through middle school, I did this and, and beyond, but just, I would love to lay down with them at night, each on their own and just let them be able to talk and just, I shut up and let them talk and just tell me about their day or something that was funny that happened. It didn't, it didn't have to be a big major deep conversation. It could be whatever it was, but just spending that time alone. And one of the things I, I, um, like the least of being a parent was when my kids learned to drive because I also enjoyed that time in the car with them when I would drive them around and just be quiet and kind of let them talk or listen to them talk to each other. I love that. And so then once they were driving, you kind of lose that. So that was hard. But um, yeah, I think just being present and, and really letting them talk and spend time listening. I, I echo everything, Tony, that Allison just said and talk with them. Don't talk at them. And I and I have this this issue now with Toph being 18 years old, and and I tend to bark a lot because I, it's it's my way of like, dude, come on, you know, if he comes in the kitchen and he throws his dishes in the sink, I'll go stop, wash him off, put him in the dishwasher. He goes, what? It's just gonna get dirty again. And then, no, no, no. I said, I'm I'm trying to get you into the mode of making things, making stuff like this, little mundane, stupid stuff, daily habit. So be a good even, husband someday. Yeah, you don't even think <laughs> about that. But uh, Tony, I would say, uh, like Allison did, you you, you have to clear time, uh, the schedule. It doesn't matter what's going on. If it's 10, 15 minutes at night when you're reading them a book where you're in the car with them, and same thing with Tope. Turn 16, gone, you miss that. Uh, but talk with them. Don't talk at them. And Tony, I'll just I'll come at it as the angle. My mom is was a teacher for a really long time. My fiancé is a teacher. I know you work with kids. Uh, so in your case, really 
making sure that the time they have with you is the best time possible because a lot of them might not have that best time at home. Ooh, that's a great, that is a great Super piece of important. advice. So with you, yeah. I know you work with kids every single day. Just make sure you're that kind of light that they can have. Um, just because you know everybody's situation is different. They might have great home lives, but a lot of them don't. So make sure you're their friend. And I know you do a good job of that. Yeah, I know. 100%. I mean, look, if everybody can treat their children half as well as Costa treats those puppies he has, <laughs> the, the world would be a better place. Everyone in the world would be spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and full of puppy formula. <laughs> oh, Tony, we love you, man. Uh, pump the podcast one more time. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, two balls and a mic. That's at two, number two, balls and a mic. It's not as gross as it sounds. It's because we're both round guys and we're pretty chubby. So that's uh, no, you meant to do it sexual. Don't lie. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Tony, right. who are you nominating for next time? I mean, I have to go uh, with the main man, Peter Salas, right? Peter? So I yes. can't, can't go wrong with that. I think that's a good call. Tony, thanks so much, man. We love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Keep working your ass off because you do a great job. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, bye. bye. Family member Tony Sanchez. All right, I got a uh, a top five list for you. Today. Yeah, where are we going? Well, we're going back to Disneyland. Of course, we are. And yeah, we didn't spend enough time on that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Disneyland has so many great rides now. Are there going to be otters involved? Yeah, no, there better be. <laughs> I don't think there's otters at Disneyland. Um, you've got Star Wars Land now. Have you been? Oh yeah. Is it in? Is it awesome? pretty sweet it's where oh kendall's as much a disney freak as you are okay so i have not i not been there yet um i love california adventure because california adventure has got more of like the when you can the, booze at california adventure of you course can't booze over at disney no california adventure kind of has like the the old boardwalk games mm-hmm. or, and rides and stuff like that but if they're my top five list today is the top five rides i would bring back to disneyland that i loved as a kid all right number number five is the rockets used to walk into Tomorrowland, and it would be right there, the big, giant, white, red, and black rockets. And you, you take Are those the, not still there, the ones that go, or is that Dumbo now? No, Dumbo's over in Fantasyland. But the rockets, Get your lands right. the rockets were there, and I want the rockets back. And I want the rockets back in their original form. They look like rockets and stuff. And you'd take the steps of the escalator up. And you'd go around a little, you know, conveyor belt. You get in the rocket, up and down, up and down. I want those back. Also, the people mover. You guys remember what the people oh, mover I was? That. Mm-hmm. It was it was this ride that just kind of meandered its way through Tomorrowland, kind of. I do remember Fantasyland. that. Sounds kind of boring. It was, and it went really slow. But in the middle of the day or in the afternoon, when you're just exhausted and the sun was going down and there was a little breeze. To jump in the people mover and just chill for like 15 minutes was the greatest. Okay. Staying in Tomorrowland, did you guys ever go on, Allison, you may have, as you're, as you're walking towards Space Mountain and what is what, the Pizza Port? Yeah. Okay. There's that one building off to the left. It's kind of got a round facade. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was a kid... That's that was General Elect General Electric's um, Age of Tomorrow, I guess ride. And you'd go and you'd sit down, and they would take you through the stages of like the uh, a house. It was you know it's all animatronic, 
the house would have like an old um uh an, an old radio like a transistor radio a tra- yeah or? it would have all this stuff and then they would you would you would spend a couple minutes on that and then you would move well it spun you thought you were spinning but it would it would move and then the next thing would come up and then it would be a little more advanced technology it'd be like the the 40s and 50s and 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 the new kitchen of tomorrow and the you know the new refrigerator and stuff like that and you'd get all the way to the end i'm dating myself by talking about this right yeah, I don't but, remember but this. it was one of those things that was awesome and then and then it became america sings and then once they got rid of america sings all those characters ended up in splash mountain which they are now changing because of of the racial undertones of that. So those three. Uh, number four was this one. It's where the Star Wars ride is now. Off of, it's where Captain EO used to be. Um, as you turn into Tomorrowland, it's right there on the ride. I think it's okay. the Star Wars ride. Anyhow, that used to be Monsanto's uh, journey through inner space. <laughs> and it was awesome. You would get into these little carts and you would, just like the just like the doom buggies in the haunted house, and you would you would eventually shrink down to the size of a molecule, and everything. Not really you, though, just uh, like a play in the yeah. ride. Okay. It's not really, but you didn't actually go. <laughs> you would eventually get to the part where you're going by these giant snowflakes that are just you know suspended everywhere, and then at the end of the ride, you would go by. There's this big hole, not a big hole, but a, a hole in the ceiling, and it was a giant eyeball looking at you like you were on a uh, microscopic, a microscope slide. Mm. Okay? Spooky. Yeah, kind of spooky. Uh, the next up I would bring back is um, I loved friggin' Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, I remember that. It's you would. It was yeah. another audience thing, and it that was, was all fun. yeah. It was all animatronic Disney bears, mm-hmm. different names, and they would sing and all all sorts of stuff. And I think that's now where Star Wars Land is. So there's my top five. It got incredibly boring, and if you're not a big Disney fan, you, I just wasted probably four or five minutes of your life. But it's our podcast, so screw you. <laughs> you well, and we got all the good stuff. Yeah, want. we got all the good stuff out of the podcast early, so that's kind of how we finish like, it. Oh, oops! This last part didn't record. Oh, oh god! Snap! All right, before we get out of here, what are our songs of the day? Ben Fletcher, do you have one? No, go me last. Allison, I do, but I need to look. Mine is sort of a newer country artist named Parker McCollum, and the song is Hell of a Year. Hell of a Year. I love that. Hell of a Year. I'm going to go with uh, Aerosmith's Back in the Saddle again nice. because I like the fact that parks are opening up kind of and like states are opening up, so Aerosmith's Back in the Saddle. Ben? Better together, Luke Combs. Luke Combs and Parker McCallum. I love Luke. McCallum and Combs, Luke Combs is, and McCallum. Luke is my number one guy, man. All right. He's great. Uh, you and I are beautiful. Crazy. Who sings it? Wow. Luke Combs. Why don't you let him sing it then? Shut up. No. Remember when I got to call you dickhead earlier? Yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> or what's the new or the new word that we're going to patent? Remember my word? Oh, that, dick douche. Dick douche. Yeah. I love it's that. taken off. People are saying it on Twitter All now. over Twitter. Yeah, if you don't want to say mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer, just say dick douche. Yeah, dick it douche. also works for, who was the who was the other dick douche we had? Oh, uh. Oh, freaking Ron. Ron. <laughs> Oh, yes. God. Ron. Ron is the definition of dick douche. God. Such a Has he deece. sent us any more emails? I haven't, I haven't heard from him. So, you know, I don't when know you, if he when was you intimidated say, since we, he always finds us, though. When you hear us say D squared, that stands for dick douche. Gotcha. Dick douche? It, all, it could also mean dick donkey. Um, next podcast, we will bring back the Will Watching Report. <laughs> because, and I will just, as we do the podcast, I will just update you on what Will's numbers are like to that taping of the podcast. Uh, from spring training. 
I can't wait for Allie to hear that song. Oh, it's the best. I can't wait. It's one of the best. And it my, was expert. My it crush was... list is going to come up soon, too. Your crush list. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Well, we know Trudeau. Well, no, I mean, Manny. My, I'm talking about guests, like people oh, bringing oh, people on. Okay. I like this crush list in this sense, though, too, because now we have a Canadian prime minister <laughs> and a $300 million net worth baseball player <laughs> okay, on I'll, it. I'll, I'll, right, we got to. There's got to be more. Do you, I'll pull up my list and I'll start a I'll list. Have a new guy next. I feel week. like there should be actors on this list too. Yeah. Are you a Chris Hemsworth guy? That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Uh, perhaps I'll, I'll I'll pull up my list. No, and you're Liam next Hemsworth. Next week I'll have a mm. I'll have a new one next week. All right, family, that is it for Bam Slam Podcast number five. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And last but not least, you brave men, women of the United States Armed Forces, for what you do and what you have done for us. What? No, you you normally say Bam Slam Fan, we love you. Oh yeah, Bam Bam Slam Fan, we love you. See you next time. Bam Slam no. Fan, we love you. Bam Slam Fan, we love you. See you next time. See you next time. God, this was a great talk. Talk to you, talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Episode six coming soon. Was that pretty good? That was great. Okay, cool. We're playing it. Oh my god, you have to leave all of oh, that. Yeah. That was hilarious. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. We'll see you next time. Leave all of that. That was so good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.